to the adventure on Pumlet on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio. And once again, we're going over across the pond for, oh my God, some badass musicians. This new music is incredible. So I'd like to welcome to the show Mike from Wizard Throne. Hey man, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. So let's start off right off the bat. Tell us about this, you know, metal super group you have set up here wizard throne and it, it definitely is a super group forget even the names in it and what bands are from just the music you're producing makes it a super group oh thanks very much man well at the end of last year uh, sorry this beginning of last year myself and eric were on tour with uh, glory hammer and necrogoblicon and we were kind of chatting away middle of the tour this is like pre-corona any of that we were just saying you know hey let's get together and write some extreme metal you know Came off the tour, uh, I messaged Chris from Ailstorm because he's been like at my throat for years now saying I want to do something in this style. He'd been already chatting along with um, Jake from Aether Realm and Matt, the other guitar player. So I kind of sent him some music, Chris sent some lyrics. We all kind of started a chat pretty much on day one. We were like humming riffs into the phone and, you know, Chris had messaged a guy about having a logo made. I bought the website within about like 10 minutes or something. (laughs) Yeah, it all moved like super fast. And then, um, you know, like a couple of weeks later, the entire world shut down and we were like, oh, well, we don't really have much else to do right now. So let's just write this record immediately. And yeah, that that was it. (laughs) First of all, I want to say I love that attitude, the last thing you said, because, and you know this to be true, there's so many bands when when COVID first started that were planning on playing new music out and decided not to or or the label decided they shouldn't or whatever the reason and me i was like man this is the perfect time for them to put music out first of all you're not rushing on a tour from tour bus to tour bus because as we know life on the road nowadays is you know all year long so you don't really have downtime and so this is like the perfect time to have downtime to really create and, and not rush it. And second of all, you have a captive audience because everybody's stuck at home and has to listen to the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you went full force with it because I, I'm a firm believer that some of the best music ever in history is going to come out of COVID. If anything positive, yeah, yeah. you know, that's the positive side. And, and so... I, I have to say, too, I'm kind of curious. I'm always curious when, you know, like super groups are formed. Like, how does that even happen? I mean, I get the, I get the reason it happens and the talking, but it's like it always amazes me how you can get together and you've already been doing different things and get together and just have this chemistry without ever have been playing <coughs> together to make incredible music. Well, I, I mean, firstly, I think Supergroup is still a bit of a stretch, you know, with, <laughs> with probably a bunch of B, B-listers, C-listers at best. But um, also, um, I mean, me and Chris have been writing music together for, I mean, 
we've been hanging out for like 10 years uh chris and matt 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 co-writes some of the stuff for um glory hammer and ailstorm as like a kind of not ghostwriter because he's credited with it but you know as a kind of co-producer so between some of us and, and i have a feeling that chris and um jake have maybe worked together on some stuff before, before as well yeah so um so, so the chemistry was already there really the, the only person i've not done anything with before was uh eric but i've, I've been aware of his kind of musical output even before he was a Necrogoblicon, you know, I kind of knew who he was as a drummer. And then we kind of crossed paths a few years ago. So, I mean, yeah, everyone is friends. Most of us have kind of worked together in some capacity before. So it kind of felt pretty natural. natural. Yeah, you know what I think is cool? And you tell me if it's true. So when, let's say when you start a band when you're like teenagers or what have you, you're with your friends and it's like, hey, let's start a band. But because yeah. you're so young, as the years go by, that chemistry is not what it was because people change just like in any industry, you know, in anything. You know, most of the people I hung out with in high school, I'm not friends with today. And it's almost yeah. like I think to myself when you form these bands like this, it's like you get to hand pick after you're already experienced. And, and it's not just like, hey, let's just do a band. You get to hand pick who you have chemistry with to make music together yeah in, in a way yeah but at the same time using your analogy um we, we tried to really approach it with like i mean it would be so easy to kind of jump into this project and overanalyze everything and be like well you know what are people going to want to listen to the most and we tried to completely blank that out and almost approach it as like a bunch of you know a bunch of teens yeah. listening to their favorite bands we're like oh man that band's cool you know we just want to we just want to make music like this I can... and you know we kept referring, we kept referring back to like you know, let's keep it naive and, you know, kind of foolish in a way, you know. I can totally see that. And I, and I love that because it is kind of, I almost think of it like when you do what and do what you're doing, it's like, it's almost getting away from what people expect from you to just finally be able to do what you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, so tell us a, a little bit about uh, the new album. It's dropping on July 16th and... What people can expect from it, I know I've heard it, but people out there listening, they haven't heard it. So how would you describe it? It's pretty heavy, but it's still pretty catchy or, you know, very catchy. I hope, you know, there's tons of great melodies. There's a pretty wide variety of like different vocal styles, uh, different vocalists as well. There's uh, Jake, me, myself, Eric, Chris. Uh, we have a couple of guest vocalists as well. You know, we, we didn't really want to kind of hold anything back. Crazy guitar solos wild keyboard solos crazy fast drumming <laughs> just just every, everything turned up to like not even 11 like you know to fucking eleven thousand or something i love it and it it was crazy fast drumming and i love crazy fast drumming so while i was like listening to new music i was without even hearing it before i was already headbanging like i'm ready for a pit for this <laughs> <laughs> i'll so, pass that along to eric he'll, he'll appreciate the compliment and, and i think all around it was just it just all worked. That's the best way I could describe it. It's like all together, you guys were so synergistic that it, it was like it had this familiarity to it. Like you listen to it, you know it's new, but you've heard it before in the essence of it's not like rook, yeah. rookie stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the main um, efforts went towards kind of like almost capturing that like, I don't know, I, I look back on like the kind of early 2000s and all that kind of scene now and I've got this kind of like fuzzy nostalgic glow, even if some of it wasn't like even that good by today's standards. I still love like a lot of a lot of the records that came out then and we really like, want to like kind of just get that essence because it seems to, you know, that kind of style seems to have died down in the last like 10 years or so. Yeah. 
you know, I always thought that was kind of a shame, you know, bands, a lot of bands these days, they're kind of really strict about sticking to like just one style. There's not so much crossover. I hate um, that, by the way. Like that, I'm old school. I hate that. I was, I talk about that a lot because it's like you just plug in this formula. And you know what? When you said early 90s, I was like, that's why it was familiar to me because it was like the music that was coming out then that you rarely hear now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a bit of a you know, there's a modern twist on it. But sure, we weren't we weren't listening to too many modern bands during the writing process. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like like I've been saying before. There's bringing musicianship back. I, I think that's something that was lacking in recent years, where people were just plugging in a formula and playing, but they weren't yeah, yeah. really experimenting and being musicians. Well, I think there's there's different ways of perceiving it these days because you know a lot of technical music I guess you call it these days revolves around like you know you've got like more strings on your instrument and you're playing in like kind of crazy time signatures and you know I, I actually respect that because I can't really do it but back when I was growing up playing technical music <laughs> really just meant like everything as fast as possible you know I, I kind of come from that like old school 80s shred background and uh you know just try and combine that with like blast beats and I don't know. I mean, maybe it is kind of old school, but, you know, it's what I know. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I, while you're saying that, I'm visualizing me back as a teenager in the 80s, and just every band that came out after the next one was faster and heavier, <laughs> and it couldn't get enough. And you know what's interesting about that? I was just talking to my best bro that we used to go shows together all the time, and it was like, I remember when Venom first came out, and they were like the hardest, heaviest thing there was. And now I listen to it now. I'm like, man, it sounds kind of poppy now compared to what came <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, because then straight afterwards you had like Celtic Cross come out and you were like, oh, yep. actually, you know, this is way, this is way better. You know? No doubt. Exactly. How about you, you remember before they were Celtic Frost and you had the original Hellhammer album? Oh, yeah, that was actually crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I actually got to see, it was at, I think, Psycho Las Vegas, uh, Triumph of Death is the new Hellhammer. Oh, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm getting to witness this now. <laughs> actually, to, to give them credit, probably a lot of bands have uh, come and gone in the last, like, 30 years, and they probably still are actually heavier than most of them. So Yeah, know, no doubt. Fair play to them. No doubt. So... Why don't you tell everybody how they can connect to you guys on social media, check out, you know, your new music, all that good stuff. Yeah, well, we, you know, obviously you can find us on all the usual spots, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. It's just, just search Wizard Throne. We also have, I think, three videos on YouTube now, and we just finished filming a fourth, which is going to be um, released soon. Nice. So, uh, I mean, that that one's going to be you know, we, we didn't we didn't have any um, restrictions with this one. So, we, you know, there's no holds barred. We just every every penny we had from uh, merch sales, every, you know, any bit of money we had, we just threw into this crazy video. So I'm really excited for people to see that. And that'll be out in a few weeks. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm sure it's going to be badass. And then, of yeah, course, yeah, it's good. and then, of course, Hypercube Necro Dimensions out July 16th via Napalm Records. Tell everybody how they where they have to go to pre-order it. Uh, I think there's a Napalm USA store. And if you're listening from anywhere else in the world, then there's a EU rest of world tour. My cat's just crawling on my feet at the moment. <laughs> yeah. No, Napalm Records is the best place to get it, as far as I know. Uh, there's also Bandcamp if you're into your digital music and yeah. uh, all that other good stuff. Yeah, definitely. If you're in the US, go to napalmrecordsamerica.com and 
not only can you pre-order it, but there's other cool merch. I, I do have to say, as somebody that also old school loves, you know, cool T-shirts and cool album covers and artwork and all that, I totally dig the artwork you have here uh, on everything. Oh, it, it caught my attention right away. Thanks very much. Yeah, we're really happy with that. So what else would you like to share with the listeners that we haven't covered yet that they should know? I would just say, you know, if you haven't heard any of the music yet, go into it with a pretty open mind because it's, you know, it's kind of wild. But, um, you know, give it a few listens. And I think, you know, the album's varied enough that anyone who's into kind of heavy metal or, you know, heavy music, you know, they'll probably find something they enjoy. And I think it would also be, you know, if you're coming from like a maybe a lighter background, more melodic background, it would be a good gateway to... Um, check out some heavier bands that you might pass by as well. Um, likewise, you know, if you're coming the other way, then, uh, you know, don't forget there's actually some cool music out there that's not just blast beats and screaming. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm happy you said what you just did because I found your new music to be, like, heavy for somebody like me and fast and heavy for somebody like me, but also some amazing melodic musicianship mixed in. So even if somebody's not into the heavy stuff and not into the fast, they're going to dig it because it's catchy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was what we really tried to, you know, I, I think when I was a kid, there, there were more bands who were kind of on the fence between sort of melodic and heavy. And now it seems to be kind of, you know, you're one or the other. And I, I kind of miss that. So, you know, if any other bands are listening, then, you know, more of you do this, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, brother. All right, well, thanks for putting out this great music, and thank you for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Cheers, dude. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Radio.